0: This is the World Industrial News for Tuesday, July 19th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part eight of their podcast addressing climate change with the Internet of Things and AI. John, any any points on that before I move on to the next question?
1: I think the the. Part to add from a, from an information standpoint, you could just take a very simple problem like EV charging and you could look at all the different collaborators around that problem. Like, for example, the, the EV owner themselves, they want to get access to their EV charging data. The EV charger manufacturer may want to get access to that data. The car manufacturer may want to get access to that data. The battery supplier to the car wants access to that data. And that's before we even get talking about aggregators of energy, the utility company, and the players in the market. So really how you're going to slice and dice this data and share it amongst the community is a very large problem.
0: Thanks, John. Really great
1: add-on. Yes, Pat? Uh, Yes, I'd like to add to that. That brings up a
2: a second point that I forgot to mention, is that you you can't really – think that every charge is going to be the same every car is going to be the same every battery is going to be the same there's going to be this multiplicity of vendors out there that need to attach to this infrastructure and provide their value to it this means that the infrastructure itself has to develop a reputation and a trust for a, a new a neutral operation like early internet it has to be neutral so everyone is treated equally so that you don't spawn multiple channels of communication, which is even even harder to handle.
0: To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. In the global quest for renewable materials as substitutes to petroleum-based feedstocks, the oil and gas industry is high on the target list. Globally, most petrochemicals are derived from oil, but in the U.S., most petrochemicals are produced from natural gas. Many may be surprised that the sector goes far beyond fuel and the more commonly known end uses. In fact, petrochemicals are major components in the pharmaceutical and biotech industry, There are numerous reports that estimate approximately 3% of petroleum production is used for pharmaceutical manufacturing, but nearly 99% of pharmaceutical feedstocks and reagents are derived from petrochemicals. Total Energies expects to ride a wave of high margins for distillates and gasoline. Executives are preparing to announce exceptional second-quarter results for the company's refining and chemicals operations, notable in its European business, which is seeing some of the tightest conditions in the global refining sector. The results could bode well for other refiners, who also are set to benefit from the high-demand, low-supply forecast. Industrial Info was tracking about $79 billion worth of active projects from Total Energies, including $1.72 billion worth in the petroleum refining industry. U.S. President Joe Biden returned to Washington without the oil agreements that energy pundits expected, but recent trends suggest the market is taking care of itself. Polls are showing Biden has a high dissatisfaction rating, presumably for his inability to swiftly reset the political calculus after the end of the previous administration. Record high inflation and expensive gasoline during the summer holiday season in the world's largest economy. Didn't help either. So it was the hat in hand headlines leading up to his visit in Saudi Arabia where oil was expected to dominate the agenda. That would be an obvious consideration given that Saudi Arabia is a world leader in crude oil production and one of the few that has the capacity to put much more oil on the market. And a funding boost from the Norwegian government has prompted new electric vehicle and storage battery maker Frere Battery to greenlight the construction of its first battery gigafactory in Norway. Norway's export credit agency, Export Finance Norway, has indicated it will support Freyr with up to 400 million euro worth of guarantees, loans, or a combination of the two. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www